few days ago, I was in the car heading back to church after a meeting over in Newburyport, and I was in Amesbury at the point just about to turn onto the on-ramp for 495 when the road that was straight ahead beckoned to me. It was that beautiful, blustery fall day, bright and sunny and so windy, with leaves blowing around everywhere. And the road right ahead of me promised winding curves past fields and past farms, along stone walls and past barns and out into even wider country, you know, with bigger skies and maybe even a field that I could walk across and even a small hill perhaps to climb so I could take it all in this New England landscape in these late fall days when Thanksgiving is almost here. But that winding road ahead of me that I imagined, at least for that day, it remained the road not taken, as Robert Frost would say. I didn't head down that road less traveled and instead took the much less appealing on-ramp to the highway. But that road not taken has stayed with me. That longing to be out under the sky and in touch with the earth to better feel the spirit of these days between autumn and winter. Today at the start of this week that brings our national holy day of feasting and giving thanks, it seems an obvious time to reflect on gratitude. And everyone is in favor of this, right? We all want to be seen as thankful people. We know that having an attitude of gratitude will make us happier and more contented people. It will make us more generous people. It will make us even more fun to be around, which is why it feels so bad when you find yourself in a state of ingratitude, which we all find ourselves in from time to time, because then you're cut off from your better self. And usually other people don't want to be around you then either. Over 2,000 years ago, the Roman philosopher Cicero said, gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all others. Cicero understood that to lead a good life to embrace the four classic virtues of wisdom, justice, courage, and temperance, that this begins with a place of gratitude. So how do we get there? My hunch is that we need to do what ancient people were better at than we are 
to pay attention to the world around us and the world within us, to look up at the stars and listen to the longings of our own hearts. Tell the truth now. How often does scrolling through that news feed on your phone bring you a sense of awe and wonder? How often does being plugged into the internet make you more grateful and glad? And I'm not suggesting that we throw away these things that do have the potential to bring some good to our lives. No, just that we moderate our use of these tools so that we don't become captive to them so that they don't separate us from our experience of being human on this earth for this brief span of time that we are here with these companions. If you want to be grateful, you could start by getting in touch with the longings of your own heart. What's calling to you from there? What is it that makes you glad? Even if you can't take that road today, trying to be mindful of your longing to head in that direction, that can help, as can help taking the time to wonder about these things. You could ask, what is it in me that likes to hang out in an art store? or a hardware store, or here's one I've never gotten, but I hear some people love it, a fabric store. <laughs> I could tell you about a childhood horror story I had with my mom in a fabric store, but that's another story. <laughs> okay, I'll just tell you. There was, no, <laughs> there was no men's bathroom, and I was like 10 years old, and I was not going in the ladies' room. I've been scarred for life by fabric stores. <laughs> and you know, if you want to cultivate an attitude of gratitude, it helps to practice. Some people make a habit of writing in a gratitude journal or naming and saying aloud at least one thing every day that they are grateful for. Saying thank you is a simple practice and a profound one. Particularly when you look someone in the eye, maybe you take their hand and say, thank you, thank you. Any kind of practice that helps you slow down and pay attention will increase your capacity for gratitude. The farmer and poet Wendell Berry describes an annual ritual where he goes out into one of his fields and he digs a hole in which he discards old papers that he's done with that he says he doesn't want to read again. Standing over that opening in the earth, he says, to the sky, to the wind then, and to the faithful trees, I confess my sins that I have not been happy enough considering my good luck 
have listened to too much noise, have been inattentive to wonders, have lusted after praise. What do you need to confess? What do you need to change so that you can be happier and more grateful and more connected? So that you know that you belong here in this body and in this community and on this earth? What is separating you from life and love and what do you need to let go of or get rid of in order to more fully belong to your life? We heard something about this in our first reading, how it can be difficult to say thank you because we don't want to acknowledge our interdependence. We don't want to be obliged, but in a healthy society, that is exactly what we seek, mutual obligations. Everyone is obliged to everyone and everything else. We all belong together. We are of each other. Isn't that what we love about Thanksgiving and what we seek even more than turkey or stuffing or pie? This feeling of belonging to and with those others we are gathered around the table with. Even those who sometimes bug us or disappoint us. I know you're thinking of somebody. And that's why any separation we feel at the holidays because of death or distance or estrangement is so painful, right? Because deep in our hearts, we know that we are meant to be together, that we belong to one another. And when this isn't possible, that truth is hard and it hurts, But acknowledging that truth and grieving that loss, this can help you to be grateful for what you do have and not be, as John O'Donohue writes, haunted by ghost structures of old damage. The invitation is to be open to others and to ourselves, to the spirit in which we live and move and have our being to learn whatever it is we need to learn how to connect and love and have faith. Like we heard just now in that poem, what you missed on that day you were absent from fourth grade. These lessons we might have missed somewhere along the way. How to stand still and listen to the wind how to find meaning in pumping gas, how peeling potatoes can be a form of prayer, how not to feel lost in the dark, how not to squirm for sound when your own thoughts are all you hear, also that you are enough. The English lesson that I am is a complete sentence. And just before the afternoon bell, our teacher made the math question, math equation look easy. 
the one that proves that hundreds of questions and feeling cold and all those nights spent looking for whatever it was you lost and one person add up to something. My hope and prayer for you this week when people will be traveling and gathering together, when some of us will be lonely and sad and some of us will be stressed over things like table settings and pie crust, my hope and my prayer is that you will remember that who you are, that all of who you are adds up to something that is good and worthy valued and needed. For us in this community, my hope and my prayer is that we will keep on growing into who we are in the midst of becoming. People of faith and gratitude who do know how to pray and sing our lives, how to live out those words we just sang. For all that is our life, We sing our thanks and praise for all life is a gift that we are called to use to build the common good and make our own days glad. When we say for all that is our life, we are saying that we give thanks for the light and the shadow, for the sorrow and the joy that we see it all as gift that we are called to use to build the common good and make our own days glad. The invitation in this week is to open our hearts and our arms a little wider, a little wider, to see that we are here to sing our thanks and our praise, to cultivate a spirit of gratitude. So that come what may, come what happens, we will be people who keep on singing, offering our thanks, offering our praise, now and always. Amen.